It's the Geeky Girl Gap Podcast. Hello and welcome to Geeky Girl Gap. I'm Candice and with me are my co-host Bree. Hello. And Vanessa. Hey there. And in honor of Affinity Wars premiering. Yeah, we're so excited. (laughs) I got my tickets for the Thursday, 7 o'clock. I'm going to be the first person, at least in my area, to see it. I'm hyped. So I didn't actually get the uh, the tickets yet, but I did enter to win one of those Omaze campaigns, which is like the experiences with celebrities and like your your donation goes to support oh, yeah. a charity. Um, but it's having tea with Benedict Cumberbatch and going to watch the premiere of Infinity Wars. That <laughs> so kind of hoping for that. that one there. Yeah, you're like, I don't need to buy tickets because I'm, yeah, I'm just going to win that. It'll be fine. <laughs> so our topic today is what makes a great Marvel movie? And Marvel, Marvel has this down, like, to science, it almost feels like. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I would say that one of my fir- the first Marvel movies that I really, really loved was way back in the day, the, the Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Not the sequels, but the first one. Hell <laughs> I yeah. I probably watched, I think, three times in the theater and, you know, bought it, obviously, as soon as it came out on, on DVD. Um, or VHS, and they just, huh? Or VHS. It was two thousand one. Uh yeah, but I think at that point I did get I I did get a DVD of it. Okay, but what I was talking about was more the Marvel Cinematic Universe, starting with Iron Man, because ah. there have been some flops, like major flops, with the Marvel movies, including like it's like every other X Men movie is good, and yeah. then I. Didn't really, I don't know if I just, like, did not like the Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, because... I haven't I seen would, that yet. Yeah, I think I was still like, Tobe is my Spider-Man. I know, and that's, see, that, well, go, yeah, going back to why I was like, oh, well, Marvel, Spider-Man. Definitely have different um, producers and a team on that one, because I feel Fox has its hand that's in X-Men. Sony. Yeah, yeah, Fox has, Fox has... X-Men, Fantastic yeah. Four, and Deadpool. And they did well, the old Spider-Mans, didn't they? S- no, Sony has Sony Spider-Man. Did. Okay. Okay, Sony did and Spider-Man. The well, reason I- they got oh, go Spider-Man with Marvel is they made a deal and I guess like Sony realized, "Oh no, we, we need it. We need to get in this Marvel gravy boat train or whatever <laughs> it is because this is working out pretty well." Well, I honestly think that one of the the um, parameters of success for that is is the fact that Marvel just has so many characters in and of itself that are that have a little bit of like fun and playfulness and goofiness in them um, more so than than DC, I would think. Um, but for for example, you know, Iron Iron Man and Doctor Strange. You were saying you you saw a lot of correlations and similarities with that. Yes, and it it is it is kind of the thing where they're they're very um, snarky. Snark. Well, yes, yeah, snarky and um, kind of full of themselves in a way. <laughs> no, very full of themselves. Yes, super egotistical. <laughs> egotistical, oh, yeah. but somehow you still find yourself loving them because they do have this like this just charm and 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 humor. Um, and I know that that doesn't doesn't necessarily have have you know everything to do with the movies and more to do necessarily, you know, with the, uh, with the people who actually created the, the characters. But um, I think that the, the way that they have done the movies and pulled out these characters, um, 
I think that they've done a really good job with that and making it like finding that kind of balance with the humor and um, and the action and not making it cheesy, you know. Going to what you're saying, I think something that the Marvel movies really we need to give a lot of credit to is their casting department. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes you'll hear casting and you're like, are you sure? Are you sure? And then you see it on screen and you're like, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they take their time. I really think they try and find uh, the people who will truly embody. Um, but it's, it's interesting because I was actually looking today because there's uh, – Captain Marvel is coming out. Yes. Brie Larson. Larson. And a lot of the comments, which again, I should never read Facebook comments. No. For the life of no. me. Because it, it won't me just angry. make you sad. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, this is why they should have chose Rhonda Rousey for the part. And I'm like, Rhonda Rousey can't act. Like she literally could not act her way through a paper bag if she tried. And I have to give it to the casting department and the directors and the producers for really trusting, uh, you know, finding good actors to embody these characters. Because honestly, their writing and the acting um, make these movies great, you know. And I really think that because of the producers trusting their team to make a good movie, unlike certain DC movies <laughs> like you end up with a good final product you know well and like i i think i think you're you're correct in that like it has to it has to be like a perfect storm of of everything because i mean for, for example um guardians of the galaxy that could not have been pulled off <laughs> with like just any mix of other i mean like the the casting was great the i mean you know direction production all that all of the aspects came together for that one because really if you were to watch i mean the, the soundtrack is kind of ridiculous like it's so weird it's it's oh, so, so unlike anything else that you've ever you know you've ever seen in in like a superhero movie but somehow it works so perfectly <laughs> and speaking of casting chris pratt chris yes. pratt before was just the funny guy on parks and rec he was a little mm -hmm. little chunky yeah. And he was still adorable. But he was amazing. Were, what are you talking adorable. about? Yeah. <laughs> but you don't see him as this super hero, like this crazy buff superhero guy. Yeah. And I mean... When he was first cast. Well, and Star-Lord isn't necessarily like crazy buff superhero guy, but but he, but he, he's his own type of superhero, which I think is kind of, kind mm -hmm. of cute. <laughs> no, definitely. He's amazing. But, like, again, Vin Diesel voices Groot. Like, who knew? Like, well, I guess oh. they saw Iron Giant. Well, and Bradley Cooper is Rocket, which yeah. I can, like, that is one of the best voice voice acting roles I've ever heard. Just because, like, I, you know, I love Bradley Cooper and everything, but I literally cannot hear him in that Definitely role. No, yeah. you can't. Yeah. Which is great. And because also if Owen Wilson were doing it, it would be so different. Wow. wow. Look oh, at all gosh. these weird things that are happening. Sorry, that was a really bad impression, but it needed to be done. Was was he up for that part or something? Or No, I just <laughs> was mentioning him because I feel like Owen Wilson couldn't transform himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he was just thinking Wedding Crashers because that was one of Bradley Cooper's first roles as a douchebag boyfriend so, of Richard McAdams. Such a douchebag. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. But um, speaking of which, also they had Dave Bautista in there, and he stole that movie. And he had not really acted much. 
Remind me who that, who that is. He's um. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh is my he god. the blue guy? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Drax. Drax. Yeah. Drax. Okay. 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 <laughs> the blue guy, right? The blue guy. I know his entire backstory about how he <laughs> lost his wife and child to Thanos, yeah. and and it was really emotional. And oh, he is a wrestler. You, you give, like, yeah. So, yeah. What What has he been? Has he been in? You, you said he's a, he's a wrestler. Mm -hmm. He was a wrestler, but yeah, he's okay. he's done a lot more. But he had not done like a blockbuster level like mm -hmm. movie like that, nor something with so much emotion. Yeah. But Marvel, James Gunn, the director, and Marvel knew he could handle it. And again, he well, he, that's his. Yeah, he, he probably went through a lot of auditions, a lot of screen tests, and they saw if you're a good actor, it will come out. You know, you just have to have producers, directors, like, and you know, the whole team willing to give someone like that a chance i'm really glad they did because he was excellent yeah and he probably i mean even if he wasn't necessarily like the best actor or or, or whatever it, he probably just fell into that character and fell into that role it was just you know so perfect for him because he does it really well and um speaking of um casting uh someone that brie really likes and I agree. I think Tom Holland. I grew. I grew up just like you, Vanessa, with Tobey Maguire. But I think I did too. I love Tobey. No, I, I, I will always have a heart for <laughs> those. But I, I, I have to give that movie so much credit, to be honest. And he's not like the perfect mix of the Andrew Garfield and the Tobey Maguire Spider Man, and he just found like what I always imagine watching the animated series mm -hmm. and like, you know, knowing Spider-Man, like he is who I thought Spider-Man was. Definitely. Uh, but I have to give like, not only just the casting for him, but that entire movie, I'm so glad we didn't get another backstory. I'm so yes. happy. How many times oh, do we I... have to see uncle Ben die? Gosh, like no <laughs> too more many times. like <laughs> way too many times. Um, but that's something I, that the bat okay. We can go back to DC. DC, every single Batman movie except for Justice League showed Martha and Martha and oh god, what's his showed Bruce Wayne's parents yeah. getting killed. Every single one of them did. I don't think every single one of them did. Well, like if it was a trilogy, no. But even Batman versus Superman, where it was so unnecessary. Well, yeah, it's like everybody dead. knows the story. We know. We know. So unless it's like an origin story, like an origin movie, you don't it need wasn't. to you don't need to rehash it. <laughs> but see, that's where I think this is where DC falters and, and Marvel actually prevails. It's that they trust the story to work. Like Marvel does, not DC. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Back yeah. in the day, they did kind of trust a little more, but I think with the success of Marvel the network has been scared because they're losing money, but they're losing money because they're putting, they keep changing things. I, I will always say this with suicide squad. They had one version and then they're like, Oh, we need to make it more like this. So they did so many reshoots and kind of ruined the whole movie because they have to remember that DC and Marvel, you said this before, Candace Marvel's more snarky, more like, a little bit of funny dc it's darker like you have to keep that tone for those characters to work they do not well do like hootie 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 where yeah, i just saw know? justice league actually and they had <laughs> batman trying to be snarky and i was like you're the fucking dark knight shut up i know i know i mean he's kind of i mean there's funny things in like uh 
like you know to throwback of the you know old series like adam west series batman you know a whole different thing but that was also like that was like the cheesiness coming out which is you know that yeah exactly it's a whole different thing exactly and you know and then i think there's uh, the justice league cartoon uh has a little bit of moments where i think it's like sarcastic funny but that yeah but they have like hours and hours and like of like it's far in between where yes exactly gets it but then like it was like they're they keep trying to copy marvel but that's the thing marvel is very um what is it they they stick with what they are they own up to what they are even when they do something like Captain America Winter Soldier, which was more like a spy thriller, they still included the Marvel elements. Mm -hmm. And another way, again, that everyone has talked about to death is that they didn't just be like, we're going to do like this 20 film process. They just (laughs) did it slowly. They did Iron Man and then they did Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk didn't do that well. So they're just like, push it, push it aside a little bit. Yeah, for Hulk. (laughs) <laughs> well they replaced uh edward norton didn't they yeah yeah he he, he can be difficult <laughs> he, he's a great actor he's a great actor but he, he has his issues which you know and they they recast him with mark ruffalo and that was an excellent decision well i think he understood the the feel of it more the marvel feel i guess yeah and um and it's just the character Hulk is hard to give an entire movie to. Yeah. Like you can and do also- an or you can do an origin one of that one, I feel. And then after that, you don't need to do anything else. Although I mean, was it mostly origin for I I, I, yeah. I will admit I I didn't actually watch it, but <laughs> um, I'm trying to repress a lot of it. I know the Ang Lee one was origin, but with that, you're kind of like it took like an hour and a half to actually get to the Hulk. Mm, right kind of like this is a superhero just like the fantastic four the last one it's like i came here to watch a superhero movie where's my superheroes yeah yeah (laughs) um well what i was gonna give credit to the uh spider-man homecoming was Mm -hmm. i will admit um you know candace and vanessa know this about me i haven't really seen a lot of marvel movies so much shame so much shame I know. not even a lot of marvel movies you've seen like two <laughs> i mean yeah it's like she doesn't want to be happy i know seriously because well, <laughs> I'll, like, I'll have to do my own mini marathon did you, did you go see black panther it. Not yet. I, I do need to see that still. She my still plans fell through, though. My plans fell through to see it. I was going to go see it. Plans did fall through. Anyway, Spider-Man <laughs> Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> uh, I, and, and, okay, so this is where I was glad for it because I haven't seen a lot of movies because, well, one, I think Captain America looks kind of like uh, lame. Um, Excuse you. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> You need to shut your whore mouth about America. Listen, I'm just saying he just looks kind of he like... He is my fictional like, boyfriend, and you cannot talk about him. Oh, but you can make fun of me for Tom Holland? Because he's a child, Brie. He he's is a, a child. child. <laughs> he, he, he is the child, though. 
Didn't we go over this? Fine. (laughs) He was a teenager when he filmed Homecoming and Brie didn't know. And we will never let her forget it now. (laughs) Now I just am red and beat red. Anyway. um, Now now everything you have to say about Spider-Man Homecoming is tainted. (laughs) But the great thing, the great thing they did with those and even like Dr. Strange. Black Panther without seeing all the other ones. Well, Spider-Man, they didn't. Iron Man was a kind of secondary. He was a supporting character, but with Black Panther and Doctor Strange, they let them be their own people and their own movie. They didn't have to have. They trusted that they didn't have to have a bunch of other Marvel characters that had already been introduced. Well, that's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, they did introduce like. Martin Freeman's character and also T'Challa was in Civil War. And they did establish that, but in their own in his own movie, he wasn't like needing like Captain America to be there, being like, hey bro. No, but at the same time, I mean, if you think about it, because they've done Spider-Man so many different times, I feel like they had to increase the hype around the new one, like the one True. who's going to be in like the, you know, the whole Marvel universe. So that's probably why they that's probably why they did that. Also, it would just feel irresponsible that in this world of superheroes that they just let this child with like all these like super spider powers go free in New York without any guidance even though again, I'm not sure if Tony Stark's the best like teacher. I don't think nope, he no, was. No. Nope. <laughs> like even I got that. I was like this guy's kind of a jackass. Well, yeah, he is. But he's like a lovable jackass. Yeah, but once again, I don't know about role model. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's not a, he's not a terrible guy. It's just, but but he, he does some I mean, questionable the new stuff. Spider Man suit was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so they showed us a different version of Spider Man, including with the new suit, yeah. and I really do like how they tie everything together. It was refreshing too. Like I don't know, his excitement was just like I was like, oh yeah, this is like, of course, of course, this, this is how a kid would react with Spider-Man powers. Or- a kid, a kid, Brie, a kid. Oh, you, you, you've, uh, you've let it slip there. You knew he's a kid. A young but, adult. Um, something, <laughs> a something young that, adult would act. What I've noticed is the worst of the Marvel pro projects are the ones that have the most like oversight from the studio which is iron fist the tv show and um inhumans did you guys ever hear about the marvel inhumans tv show yes okay it was trash (laughs) it was trash (laughs) it was run by the same guy but apparently like he complained about how marvel was all over him about everything and they were rushed. But let's talk about like Thor Ragnarok, which was completely different than all the other Thor movies. <sighs> so good. It was amazing. They trusted <laughs> that director to do his thing. And actually, ironically, I cannot pronounce his name, but he was in Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds, the horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so and bad. Then, the director of Iron Man, John Farrow, was Froggy and the Daredevil movies with Ben Affleck. So they just need to find actors who were sidekicks to really bad superhero movies in the past. Mm, so sad. 
but yeah, good that they gave them a chance because apparently like they're not, you know, they're actually good, good actors and good super, you know, superhero actor kind of things, but just did not get their, their proper placing. (laughs) Exactly. Thor, Thor Ragnarok though was just so great on so many different levels because I like, I, I was not really into the whole Thor universe before any of this. Um, and seeing Thor Ragnarok just kind of cemented my love for it. I mean, I loved Chris Hemsworth, obviously, like he, he's, he's ugh, just so much eye candy all the time. That's See, another um, thing for the girls. Um, so much yeah. eye candy. And I really hope, I really hope that that, that one scene where he was talking about the, um, like Loki turning into a snake was improv. <laughs> Cause it seemed and, like it was, but. I <laughs> and what makes the great Marvel movie, cause honestly, there've been great Marvel movies, but okay villains, but the really best ones have the amazing villains mm-hmm. which i feel like it was definitely loki and avengers he was amazing and again that does also i think helps with casting tom hiddleston mm-hmm. is incredible and then they did kate blanchett and they just let her have so much fun with hella the goddess of death yeah, yeah. and like she does not look or act like anything she's ever done before, and I've seen a lot of stuff. She's yeah, done. that was the thing. Like I kept, yeah. I kept looking at her, going, "I know you, I know you," and I couldn't place it. And then I looked at her oh, backwards, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh my god, of course." <laughs> Best movies are when the villains actually are having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Okay, and well, here's hoping that Thanos with Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin's at Thanos. Um, here's hoping he has some fun. He looks like he is. <laughs> he looks like he is. I would assume so. <laughs> he gets to beat up all the Avengers. Honestly, I feel like if you're not, as an actor, having fun playing a villain, there's something wrong. Oh, 100% agree with that. <laughs> the villains are the best to play. Yeah, they're so much fun because you can just be, you can just kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, so I have high hopes for Infinity Wars. I really love the Russo brothers. They did Civil War, and they did Captain America um, Winter Soldier as well. And they also directed a bunch of community episodes, which was my TV show. <laughs> That's so awesome. They are, they are amazing, and I trust them completely, just like Marvel trusts them completely. And Bree, we're going to have to uh, sit you down for uh, a whole marathon before Infinity Wars Yes, I know. Yeah, we have a month. Well, yeah. before we while we're filming this. Yeah. I mean, recording this. Can <laughs> it be done? Can it be done? Uh, I will I'll try. <laughs> okay. I do not think it's going to happen. Well, oh great. Well, everyone places your bet. Uh like place your bet. I will try my hardest and I will update everyone. Okay, good. Um, yeah, because this episode is going to be coming out right before Infinity War, yeah. so we shall have our answer then. Done. Bree, can you give people how to how to find us online? Yeah, of course. Uh, you can find our social media, uh, our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, all at Geeky Girl Gab, and then you can also catch our blog on our website, geekygirlgab.com. And please write, comment. Tell me how much of a failure I am for not seeing all the Marvel movies, like except for like three. 
Uh, <laughs> well, I did see Deadpool, but I know it's not in the. That doesn't count. MCU. I know. I I said I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> but yes, uh, comment. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts, not just ours. Uh, so let us know what you think. Okay, that's it for today. I'm Candice. I'm Bree. I'm Vanessa. Stay geeky.